2: Sarah, and welcome back to another episode of Talking Fast. Alongside me, just like every week, is Jacob Morris. Full name.
0: Wow. I
2: know. You're moving up in the world. I
0: almost forgot that was my last
2: name. <laughs> you were like, wait, who's that? It heck? is They're still Jacob here. M. It is still Jacob M. Manager Jacob M. Jacob, but Jacob and M. Morris the other today. way. Uh, but what are you drinking or eating this Okay, week?
0: Sarah, I'm still... Uh, this one is not a snack. I'm going Shocking, back to drinks. Actually. I know. But it's a little bit of a cheat because it is kind of half of a snack. I went this is going to be something later on my list as well. But I went somewhere where I got this and it was like a holiday vibe, Christmas vibe. Mm
2: -hmm. Oh, gee, I wonder where you could have gone.
0: Uh, We'll spill the beans. It was the holiday market.
2: Mm -hmm. It's called the holiday market now. Yep. Has you gotta it be always inclusive. been called that? Oh, nope. okay. It used to
0: be the Christmas market in the distillery district. <laughs>
2: oh, I didn't know it was called the holiday. That's why I was like, wait, where'd you go? <laughs> yeah, I think it's called the,
0: officially the Toronto Holiday Market in the oh, distillery district. Interesting. Did you only um, charge
2: 15 bones for that thing now?
0: No, because you only have to buy tickets if you go after 4 p.m. So we went at 3.50?
2: 40, <laughs> something
0: like that. Yeah, which is actually the perfect time to go. I would recommend doing that. Because mm-hmm. it wasn't quite as busy. Didn't have to wait in a line. Because mm-hmm. most people buying tickets think, oh, it only opens at 4 if you look online. No, it's open basically all day. Got in ahead of the lines. Got to check things out. Scoped out all the food situations. Mm-hmm. But anyway, went straight for the hot chocolate at mm. Balzac's. And oh, it, they I've had, never had
2: Balzac's hot chocolate.
0: It, it was good. And they have um, like their base hot chocolate. But then they have like this pop-up at the market mm-hmm. where they do special things. So it was a s'mores hot chocolate. Yeah, so like hot chocolate base super creamy super not too sweet though. Like it was good. Yeah, and then uh, whipped cream Yeah, chocolate drizzle. Yeah graham cracker for <gasps> a little bit of crunch and a little bit of a dip Oh,
2: There's the snack and Got then it. they
0: take the marshmallow pop the marshmallow on top and I was like, oh, it looks good Not done. She doesn't hand it to me. She takes a blowtorch out <gasps> and toasts that marshmallow I was like this is a, this an is hot chocolate and a show. I
2: love that. Was and it like a $17 hot chocolate?
0: Good question. I think <laughs> it was like $14. Yeah. But I felt a little bit better because not only was it an experience, but it was actually really good on chocolate. Oh, good. That's which impressive. Which is sometimes tough to find. Yeah. So that's, that's what I was drinking this week. What about you? What do you got?
2: So I feel like I go through phases of like hot beverages that I enjoy. So I've been on an oat milk latte kick for like the last while. It's like my go-to staple. If I'm not going to get just like a drip coffee. Yeah. I'm usually like a drip coffee Uh, in the morning, like before work type person. But if I want an afternoon pick me up, then I'll, that's when I'll treat myself to like a specialty coffee and oat milk latte. The best oat milk latte in the city is at Milky's. We know this. We've talked about this before, but I've recently, I don't know why like, I just discovered this. I was never a syrup. I'm not a huge like Swiss person. So I never thought to put like syrups in my coffee. Right. But vanilla in my coffee has become my new thing which is very off brand for me because i don't normally love vanilla flavored things but now, now i'm becoming we, a vanilla talking? oat milk latte okay, girl
0: added to the oat milk added latte
2: because the, the oat milk is like creamy yeah. right so then the vanilla just adds like a little like sweetness to not even sweetness just like some other flavor i think it's just that my palate's like you've drank enough oat milk lattes like add something give different a, little like, like a little
0: bit, bit that. more i like that that's what i was drinking actually last year as mm-hmm. well except i was uh like whatever the number of pumps of the syrup yeah. was i was like cut it in half always anywhere you go
2: ask for half sweet when you it's
0: a little then? bit too much sometimes but that's a good one that's yeah really i know
2: one. adding vanilla to <laughs> groundbreaking i know everyone's probably been doing this <laughs> for years there's like sugar-free vanilla and whatever but like i am just discovering adding vanilla to my oma glatte. so okay okay. It's a new okay adventure for me
0: what about what we're reading or watching this week
2: one of my favorite documentary television shows is back welcome to rexam Season oh two, no way full, full season streaming they're like 20 to 30 minute episodes which is perfect because like I don't know it's just like they're really digestible you can just watch a couple then you can like go yeah. live your life or whatever I love that series it is just like I want to go to Wales and I want to go to Wrexham and I want to go watch this team play. and are
0: they like caught up like is it the previous season that it's this the previous season, is? season so it's the
2: same as like a drive to survive like yeah. you're watching the season that happened before so like I won't spoil it for anyone. Like my boss at work literally turned off Google notifications, like anything that had to do with the word Wrexham because he wanted, Wait, he didn't want to know what happened. He doesn't hap-
0: know what happened.
2: So now he does. Cause he watched the series. But so he before finished it. That? He didn't. He lived. Wow. No, this man works in sports media, lived blind. He was like, no, I want to. What a story. He was like, I want to like, he, he's like the reason I love the first season is cause I had no idea what happened to this team. Yeah. He was so season two. He wanted that same feeling. So here I am like, Googling the scores every week like knowing everything keeping up with the team and I couldn't spoil anything with him So he had all these google notifications on everything to make sure that it was blocked He said one part of it got spoiled because of like a headline that came across and he was so pissed But he like told us all don't talk to me about the show Don't talk to me about the wrexham like soccer team, whatever Yeah, and then so when he I just talked to him last week, but he watched it for The first time we got to experience, like, that entire season as if, like, it was brand new to him.
0: Wow. Which is impressive. Is What's-His-Name featured? Oh, no, you know what? This is going to be a spoiler, so I won't even say. What is a spoiler? I was going to say is um, Ben Foster featured yeah, 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 yeah. extensively. Yeah. I love him.
2: I just discovered his YouTube videos. Yeah, oh, my God. Last night, I went down a rabbit hole. Anyway, so if if you're not even, like, I'm not, like, a soccer fan. Like, I'm not, like, a soccer girly. I play it once a week, but that's a rec league. I'm not, like really I never grew up following it but if you're not like still regardless like this show is really about like the city of Wrexham and like it was a town now it's officially a city crazy um and just like the community and like the working class community of it and how much they love like soccer football and how it's like their entire life so i'd recommend that watch i think it's a really good like couple watch too I feel like it kind of okay. has something for everybody
0: and it's also I feel like one of the more or maybe one of the only heartwarming stories where like foreign ownership comes, comes into in, a town that has it, a ton of history and they actually do it properly with them. yeah exactly you
2: you will have such a new respect for like Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhaney like it's crazy watching them like yeah. operate this and they invest in the women's team too like it's just like really well done wholesome they know what they're doing Okay. I'm a Wuxim fan. Now. I
0: haven't watched either season, so I'm going to do this. I know it's crazy. That's I was following brand. the team in the news. So like, oh, that's off brand
2: but you, you'd love the series then.
0: I know. I, I, okay, that's going to be my next that watch. That should be
2: your next week while and, you're watching. Well,
0: okay, and it can be because actually what I was watching this week, I started half of an episode and it wasn't for me. Did you ever watch Squid Game? No. Okay, I watched Squid Game, I really enjoyed it. The oh, like narrative version. is this the Netflix, Netflix reality show? Netflix just released a reality mm-hmm. show that is essentially like, it's not shot for shot, but it's a in real life version of Squid Game, which if you haven't seen it, it's a lot of like do mm-hmm. or die competition yeah. style. But in those to the ones, they round. die. They
2: don't actually kill them in the real world. <laughs> okay,
0: but they don't. But this is like one of my biggest problems with it. It was a little dark. They didn't, <laughs> they didn't change it enough. Uh, where they like they didn't lean into enough of like the um, reality, common reality shows that are gonna be fun to watch. Yeah. it is a little morbid. In the first, and this isn't really spoiling anything because this is just the first competition. Excuse me, but in the first five, ten minutes, they do this like red, light green light style game, and you find out that everyone on the show is wearing like an ink, pack that they can explode (laughs) remotely (laughs) and they're like basically killing it looks like they're killing these people it was not for me it was a little too dark and it was a little too i also saw a few tiktoks this is what like aren't
2: they suing them too the The contestants. yeah okay
0: probably i I haven't looked into it too much but there were a lot of like contestants yeah clearly breaking NDAs going on TikTok talking about how like the competitions were not rigged but like were not as they were appearing on the oh. show so kind of a miss too bad because I really like the narrative version yeah. of it and hopefully I think they're doing just go two.
2: watch them okay first of all this is why it's like this is not how the world should work anymore like Netflix how many years ago to Squid Game come out two three years ago three yeah. years ago now Mr. Beast turned around his version of Squid Game within five (laughs) months of, maybe less, maybe three months of Squid Game coming out. And that's like one of his highest viewed YouTube videos. And he did it properly. He didn't have fake blood and tried to kill people. Like he just did it like he did. it. I think probably the way you thought this show was going to be like gamified, gamified, but like you make it a little bit more reality, like more fun. So if you didn't like that, maybe just go watch the Mr. Beast version because I've watched that one and that one is That one
0: was entertaining.
2: That one was good. I think that one's good. What are you listening to this week?
0: Okay. Okay, I've got to give a shout out, Sarah. You came out to my party that I threw on Friday, and Thank she you. loves
2: house music now. <laughs> Sarah's your house music <laughs> So this is
0: actually maybe a recommendation for you, as we're talking about hot chocolate, things immediate to consume, cozy vibes. Okay. Uh, Andre, who goes by Sugar Jesus, who is one a of great the DJs, name.
2: great DJ name.
0: He just released a Christmas banger alongside a Christmas banger? the artist Kaiza. So Kaiser, he also produced her new album that's coming out. Um, I haven't heard it yet. Apparently, it's good. I would love to listen to it. Andre sent it to me, um, <laughs> but they released like it's kind of housey. There's a drop in this Christmas that's song, sick. and it's I'll not and it's told. not a cover. It is like an original song. I want to make sure I get the name right. Christmas without you. Hello, get your tears out and your fists in the sky because <laughs> I just came up with that <laughs> off the top of my that's head. That's pretty good. Eh? Yeah. Uh, so anyway, that's why I'm listening to you because as I transition from throwing this like club night party Mm -hmm. situation back into a calmer vibe, I'm like, let's go back into a Christmas. So this is like the transition track for me, which was
2: very fun by the way. That was going to be the perfect transition into what I was listening to. I was listening to house music. Look, I kept calling it a rave and I knew it wasn't but it was just like I kept joking like I'm going to a rave there were ravey vibes it's ravey vibes I also (laughs) think the term rave is just like so 2014 to me like I think of wearing a flower crown and going to Veld like I don't like that's not what it was it was like I kept calling it a house party like with house music is what the vibe of it was and it was a great event you did a great job I was like literally it was like role reversal like I was like Manager, momager energy. Like Jacob got on the stage at one point, and I'm like, <laughs> my phone, I'm like, going like this, zooming in out. I go, what? I'm like screaming at the top of my lungs, as if not every single person. In that room, knew you like it was pretty funny. Like I was like full blown, like fangirl moment. I got up onto the DJ booth at one point. I was like getting my shots of yeah, them teaching. Yeah, yeah. But it was very fun, and so also says yes. I was listening to house music. I listened to it the whole day. Like I listened to this, the two playlists that you gave me. Yeah. Um, and it was really fun. So I will definitely be at the next one. And part with you the night I turned to Jacob. I'm like, I think I like house music now because you can just literally like. I'm not good at dancing, so for me, you can just go like this little just five for those, for those watching the video. You can just like sway yeah like
0: this the whole time, I loved. it was very fun and you brought a crew so thank you we did you...
2: bring a crew and we just stayed in the corner and kind of had our own dance floor and we're dancing and all the lights the whole time it was very fun that's the
0: vibe That's it what was we're the going vibe for. it was so fun uh apart from coming to coming to just friends the event somewhere you went this week sarah
2: well, actually, I just got back today from cross-border shopping. So oh. with Tara and her mom, it's my second time going, and also my second time being stopped, asked to pay taxes. So I think I'm going to avoid that bridge from now on. No this smuggling. This was the annoying part. Was like, well, look, I every time you do it, and you're going for the day when you're not legally supposed to be like bringing back like anything. Like you have to. You're taking the risk that you might have to pay taxes, which is totally. It was like forty dollars. Like it's yeah. not like you're yeah. paying like a ton of money. It's more annoying that my entire TikTok comments last time was flooded with people going. I've never had to pay. Oh, well, I've never had to pay. Well, I was like, well, okay. You really You know what? They probably what I had They to. probably
0: saw your first video and it they like the they dude. have you on a It was oh, the same was We rolled up the second we
2: roll up, Tara turns back to me and I go, <clears throat> "We're done." It just like was the guy's energy. Yeah. The guy was probably like I don't know. He's like the Monday afternoon shift because it was like 1 30 in the afternoon that we're going through. Again, nobody on the bridge. Monday at 1 30, we go into the thing. Guy goes, ah, good. We were getting bored. Like, so I was like, I know why you're making me pay them, which is fine. We're just chit chatting with the border agents. It was fine. We're talking about that car explosion that happened. Like, we were just like chit chatting. But, anyways, I went across the border, got more Trader Joe's stuff. If you want to go see what I got, you can go check out my TikTok. But yeah, I love what I've discovered is that Trader Joe's is all about the dips. Like, they have so many dip options. yeah, yeah, yeah. We got three-layered hummus. I got this truffle dip.
0: Are you buying stuff to dip in it as well?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got everything but the bagel season crackers.
0: Oh. And then I got
2: to get these olive and fig crisps. So this is my second time going. So now, like, I knew what things to stock up on and what things, like, not to bother with. I also, like look like I'm going to be illegally selling like chili onion crunch. Cause I bring so many cause my sisters are obsessed with it. So I bought like eight of them, which like makes me feel like an insane person. Maybe but, that's
0: why you guys stopped though. They, maybe they, they think I'm like the car things. if you're duct taping anything to the They <laughs>
2: think that I'm illegally selling Trader Joe's products across the border, which fun fact, there was a guy that did that in BC. He had a company called pirate Joe's in Whoa. Vancouver and he would drive across to Seattle with a, a van buy out all of their Trader Joe's products and then where, drive back across the border. Where he sell it? Like, at a Facebook store market? called Pirate Joe's. Oh, it was a, like a brick and mortar. And he and had mortar. a brick and mortar store and he would sell it at a store at like a premium price because he just went across the border and paid retail for it. But still, What's Trader he Joe's is inexpensive. In he, they, Trader Joe's sued him even though he actually apparently wasn't doing anything illegal. He was purchasing the products like uh. and he was selling them in another country. Like it was... Not really anything illegal he was yeah, doing, but yeah, Trader yeah, yeah. Joe's was like pissed at him. So Pirate Joe's, rest in peace, he had to stop selling. Is that so Dang, interesting? That, that
0: I mean, maybe there's a hole in the market now. You maybe. could have uh, Pirate Sarah <laughs> Pirate <Sarah's. laughs> going across the oh, Rainbow wait, bridge.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> what about you? Where did you go?
0: Well, I kind of mentioned it off the top, but it was the holiday market at the yeah. distillery district. You know what?
2: Do you think it's worth $15? Like if someone goes after 4 p.m. And also on the weekends, doesn't it always cost $15? Despite. No,
0: because I went on the weekend anytime before 4 p.m. I think it's just the weekends after 4 p.m. You have to pay for the ticket. Oh, is it
2: just because it's like the nighttime, the lights? That's why everyone wants yeah. to
0: go? Here's a hot tip if anyone in Toronto is going to go. Park in the Green Pea in Corktown Commons. <laughs> that is like by and far like 200 meters away and no one's ever there and it's cheap. Hmm. Uh, second, I would say it is worth it this year. You drove to
2: the holiday market? I
0: had to drive to another store after to pick something up and it was on the way. (laughs) Otherwise I wouldn't have because it was actually, my house is like 500 meters. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Um, I would say it is worth it. I have, listen, I've got beef with the Toronto holiday market. Dior tree Okay
2: I was gonna say Did you see the Dior tree Oh I saw Dior- the Dior tree Dior It's hard to miss Dior it is insane
0: And not only did, Last year they had Like Dior The big logo In yeah. the tree This year they have Like a big roundabout Oh so no matter Where too. you take a photo No matter okay. where you take a photo There's Dior in the back Why and does it's Dior
2: like- need Marketing <laughs> I don't know <laughs> At the holiday market
0: Here's the Here's the Here's the thing I will say though And this is actually why it's, I would say it's worth the ticket price If you want to go on a date It's a good date spot Or something like that um, Is that clearly Dior paid for that Lower rim sponsorship as well Because the market's classy this year
1: It's classy It's
0: classy It's good Like the details are all there Really? I haven't and been in And in the past years. like several years No hate to the market But like it was falling off a little bit mm, But the market's back The, the holiday
2: market's back, baby. I haven't been in years, so maybe this just convinced me to go before 4 p.m. because I refuse to pay Yeah, it's good. And there's good food there as well. I'll pay so $15 like, for hot chocolate, but not to get into the grounds in which to allow me to buy a hot chocolate, you know what
0: No, I mean? absolutely not. Yeah. And our friends, uh, the Spirit of York, are also out there, so go and visit them. <gasps>
2: oh, we could. Do you think, did they have hot toddies or anything? Yeah,
0: they've got a bar, an outdoor bar on their little patio thing. Oh, okay, thing. then I'll definitely do that. That sounds fun. really
2: fun. I'll definitely do that.
0: Yeah. Okay, and somewhere, th- sorry, and something you did this week, Sarah
2: um well we did it together we hosted taylor swift trivia yeah we this did past week.
0: i only <laughs> grossly embarrassed myself <laughs> once time. well first oh of all first God. of all
2: guys <laughs> like we know like i love taylor swift i'm a swifty but Swifties are scary sometimes man like the people that would jump down our throat if we didn't ask the question in such a specific way to let li- you know what i mean like yeah. i got scared i just leaned into it being like terrified they were
0: like we would get halfway through a question Asking the question, and we were being fact checked before yeah. the question was even done.
2: Yeah, it was it was a lot. Um, but <laughs> it happened a couple times last year too. But like, I just like was still shocked by it, so it was a little surprising. Uh, but yeah, there was one moment <laughs> where Jacob. So the, the question was, what is the first song and the last song that Taylor Swift starts with on the uh, that she, on the Eras tour? So on the Eras tour, what is her first song and last song she performs? The first song is Miss Americana and the Heartbreak Prince, and this last song is Karma. Jacob had to read the answer though, and I, we, I didn't even think about it when I like handed it to you. But <laughs> okay, it was but he knew there was two answers. You, you knew there were the, two answers. I knew there were two
0: answers, but also the way it was printed on the page. Um, karma put, was on the next line. Yeah, but it put Miss Americana and, and the then heartbreak next was on the, was the next line. Was the heartbreak prince and karma? So I read it as I so just so confident and so confidently. I was too, like, my and dad. the answers are. Miss Americana, which, you know what, people probably refer to yeah, that song as Miss they Americana. they do. They do. Refer- they, do. they do. So there was no response no. to that <laughs> one. No one cared. I said Miss Americana. And then in my brain, I was like, uh-oh, because <laughs> I go down the line and I would say, The Heartbreak Prince and Karma. <laughs> and I got the biggest... Laugh no, of
2: the night and you didn't night, even say it, karma Yet you just Did said, I not You said Miss Americana And the and Oh no The heartbreak prince And there was like A beat of was, silence Before and then, everyone realizes What and happened And then it
0: was like The loudest laughter But it wasn't laughter with me It was laughter <laughs> at me And then
2: I fell to the floor Because I was crying <laughs> Like actually crying Just because I was like Also like And that was me Trying to laugh with you Because I just truly understood Exactly what had happened Because I helped write the question Like I yeah. understood Where on the paper And like it's Blindly in the blind Like I'm just handing you The and shit if i've never
0: read that song it would be easy yeah, right like easy, thing. Be easy to mess up look
2: it was it was okay i just embarrassed myself and gotten fact checked the second before so like we called it even after that
0: but it was a good event right it like was it was a good at event. snakes and lattes we, they put on a good yeah shout out
2: snakes and lattes if you go to any of their trivias there it's like they go all out whether it's the office game of thrones anything and they like go all taylor out taylor
0: swift is a combo of trivia and karaoke
2: yes and people really like we had somebody literally come up to us and go well, I brought my own track. Oh, they like <laughs> karaoke. In their a, key. Yeah,
0: like handed a thumb drive and they're like, hey, I'm like, I oh, do this? oh, I'm
2: like, wow. okay. Anyways, what about you? And they also killed it. They by did by kill the way, it, by the way. What's something you did?
0: Okay. This is actually a big one for me. Something I did this week. I took a nap. I know that that doesn't sound big for most people. I maybe even have said on this show, I can't nap.
2: I don't nap either.
0: It's something that I haven't been able to do. And I think it was like, I've been working like 12, 14 hour days mm-hmm. for almost a whole week and then didn't really catch up on the weekend. And Did you nap today? Not, no, it was yesterday. yesterday. Wait, what day was yesterday? It was on the weekend. It was Saturday, okay. I think. And That makes sense. The night after a, your event a too. A quick one, but it it Worked? was the first nap, I think, that felt good. How and long I was, was like, the nap? This is huge. Like 20 minutes? Probably 20 minutes.
2: That's like the perfect nap time. I only nap when I'm hungover. And I don't think that's a nap. I think that's just me sleeping.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Your body's just not. My body's just
2: like, "Mm, nope, see ya.
0: I might be entering my napping.
1: Excel gum and ASMR. Search Excel gum on Spotify now and choose one of four ASMR audio experiences. Yes, everybody needs good study partners.
2: Our next guest is a makeup artist, creator, entrepreneur, and now has even had a successful pitch on Dragon's Den. Her brand, Soul Kiss, which is my personal favorite sunglasses I've been swearing by for over a year, is all about size inclusivity for people with all face shapes, just like the round shaped girlies like me. I can't wait to deep dive into every aspect of her busy life and her business. Please welcome to Talking Pass, Megan. Welcome.
1: Welcome! Thank Welcome. you so much to be here.
2: <laughs> You've been having the most whirlwind. I feel like you're on like a little press tour, and I just like at the last minute was like, "Oh, join us as part of it." You've been in the most whirlwind weekend since. For the like listeners listening, Dragonstein, your episode just aired on Thursday.
1: Yes, it was crazy, so insane, but it's so true. I literally like thought that like airing of the episode and having like a party and an event was like the celebration like the crescendo like great now I can like chill and then it's like all the work comes after yeah my first time everyone
0: wants to talk to you immediately yeah yeah
1: which I didn't know like that was a thing
2: (laughs) so (laughs) let's go back a few steps because I mean I know the story but I really want the listeners to all know about so when you so take me back to even applying for Dragon's Den how do you do that like how did that happen and then your Audition, your pitch, whatever, was a little bit different than everybody else's. So it's a that story.
1: <laughs> that it was. So, um, it was the last week of April, and to be honest, I was having like the most traumatic week. I had to go to the hospital get some lovely like cancer cells shaved off my <sighs> cervix. Um, I was supposed to be picked up by my partner, who then ghosted my life two days prior. It was a l- oh yeah, Whoa. I know you're getting the tea. We're getting <laughs> yeah, we're getting right, let's into, right it. into it. Dive in. No, I'll will we'll overshare yeah. with everyone. No problem there. Um yeah no I was going through a lot, and it was kind of like Dragon said, reach out to me like a few weeks prior and probably found me on TikTok or something. And we're like, have you thought of applying? You should apply. La, la la, And I was like, yeah, I don't want to be, like, the babyest business. I want to, like, make sure our sales are good. And, like, you know, it's not just me, like, sitting here, like, hi. hi. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly, right, You exactly. know, <laughs> it, you feel a certain way, especially when you come into the business world without a business background. Mm-hmm. And so I very much just was like, I'm dead inside and would like to feel something. It was the last day to apply. And I was like, what's the worst that could happen? <laughs> just, like, one of those, you know, you're just, why like, not? shot in the dark, like, like might as not? well. And oh so God. I did that. And then um, it's funny because I've been, like, replaying all of these things. As the year has gone on, it's been really crazy and a really fast time. But uh, the next day, I got the call while I was making my "I may be sad, but I have good hair" sweatshirt on Canva, <laughs> and then they're like, "Hey, do you want to come audition tomorrow?" And I was like, "Have I stopped crying my eyes out like at all in this last little while? No, but sure, why not?" So yeah. I like got myself together, and I was like, "They send you a p- like a little note thing of like what you need to know." Yeah. So that was something I didn't know. I thought you just went in there, and I was like, "I don't know all my numbers." Like. Yeah. I should probably know my Shopify analytics a bit better, but it's also like I'm more connected with my customer than the numbers. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I need to study. They sent like all the things you need to know. And I was like, okay, cool. You make your little like 60 second video pitch. You're like, hey, dragons, then. and And that was fine. And then I went in and I pitched for like 45 minutes just to a producer. Everyone's kind of in an open space. It's really confusing. And I actually (laughs) asked them, like, I was like, can we move over a little bit? Because all I hear is other people talking and my ADHD cannot (laughs) process Process that. that. I was like... Sunglasses, uh hot dogs. Nope, that's, no, that, that's guy. that company like, <laughs> other, like, oh,
2: oh my god, it's in just an open space no, was, when you're doing the first producer pitch. I pitches. was like, I'm
1: really sorry, and I've learned to like stand up for like my needs a lot better now. Yeah. So yeah. I was like, can we just move a little bit? Yeah. Because I can't do that. Well, this. you're like,
2: I'm already flustered because I didn't know I was gonna be doing this until like right before. And then now it's like there's other people talking. Yeah, no, Yeah, that, and like the night insane. before I had
1: my friend over and my mom and I was trying to do my pitch, but we were drinking wine. So there was absolutely nothing productive coming out of that <laughs> practice session. So it was <laughs> like, we're just winging it. Let's go. <laughs> Let's audition to Dragon's Den. And then, yeah, I had to basically, they were like, so. In April, we'll tell you if you got in. If not, you won't hear from us. And I was like, okay, sounds good. Whatever. Yeah. Went back to the depths of despair, live my life, all that stuff. And then it was the last day of April that they called me, and I was actually in another entrepreneurial course, and I did a pitch competition, which I was so thankful for because I swear that prepped me so much because mm-hmm. they taught us how to do a pitch competition and like how to. Actually- right, I was going to oh, ask like,
0: had you been pitching to many investors
1: no, beforehand? No, i This was of kind of it. the first. <laughs> And you're just like, who, what, where, when, what?
2: Yeah. You're like, how? Yeah. Like, how? I just go, can you give me a lot of money, please? Like, like that's a like Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, it's really like, it's an uncomfortable thing for sure. Um, where was I? I and then they call manager. you.
2: They call you last day of April.
1: Yeah, so they call me then, and I was like, with everyone at the bar from my entrepreneurial group. And they were like, hey, Megan, we have this. Even when
2: we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods
1: Interesting opportunity for you. I'm really done with CBC telling me they have an interesting opportunity for me. <laughs> Called my producer back and I was like, hey. And she's like, so basically, we need like call ups, like standby pitchers who can just come in at a moment's notice and just like fill in the spot. And mm-hmm. I was like, okay, well, I'll take whatever chance I can get. Sounds good. Mm-hmm. So again, she sent me more things of how to, like, what to know and whatever. So I spent that weekend totally studying all my numbers and being like, oh my gosh, there's an opportunity that I might really be going on Dragon's Den. Like, mm-hmm. how do Okay. Um. And then it was Monday, and she was like, Okay, we're gonna have a meeting, and you're gonna like give me your pitch. And I was like so happy that I had like learned, done my pitch the week before. Mm-hmm. So I just kind of was able to like tweak it and whatever. And it was, oh, I'm actually pretty happy with it. Um, and then we sat there and we start this meeting, and she's asking me like some questions just to go over like things that were in my audition. I just think we're small talking, and I'm like, How was your weekend? And I'm like, No, she's basically re auditioning me to see yeah, if I'm yeah, ready for TV. Yeah, yeah. Not everyone's my friend at all time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I make this mistake a lot. I'm yeah. like, How are you? Lola. <laughs> like right down to business okay yeah. cool so then i was like okay sit up straighter answer the questions a little bit better la, yeah, la, la. and then she was like okay sounds good so basically we can call you anytime in may like they were filming for like three weeks i know oh my and god like, we'll call you by like 12 and then you'll be on standby you just grab your go bag you head out the door and like you could be like the last picture your go bag like, you like you're think- gonna go into labor yeah. like
2: you're about <laughs> the front door <laughs> like diapers are packed the swaddles <laughs> everything's well, good yeah, did
0: you think that there was a high chance like were you on edge every day waiting or you kind of They just ignore it. it.
1: So... I get off that call I call my brother cuz he had been shipping my orders for the last like few months at that point and I said we don't have the new inventory cuz you have to make like PR packages for the dragons right so I was like I oh. need you to just I'm going to call an Uber just get in the car and just come to the city I don't care it's an hour away like I was like we have to be prepared we have to make everything work now my brother's significantly younger than me and we ended up just having like a nice night we were connecting he was open when a man is open I'm going to take yeah, that opportunity like, <laughs> this is rare I'm like tell me all of your things so <laughs> I was doing like the older sister thing and then that was fine but but then we woke up and um, I had three missed calls on my phone at 8 in the morning and
2: I was like unreasonable what? though because like who actually wakes up that early if they don't have to <laughs> I don't I don't I work at the an early and I don't even wake up at 8 a.m to go to work you so, texted
0: me at 8 30 today and I was like I'm not getting back <laughs> to, to this until You're nine
1: no. yeah like she's good but yeah so I called them and they're like hey Megan we have an opportunity for you to pitch today right and away It was like what do you mean oh my like, god thank god you had your brother you... drive all
2: those glasses down well, yeah. that too
1: and this is why i did it because i was like i just but my thought was like if they call me by 12 and we're the last thing even if we're talking the night before we can do it in the morning we can make it work yeah. whatever um so i was like do you is there another chance like do we really have- or always this, oh, is this, eight
0: this eight like or... it yeah, yeah that's
1: true like so can you just be here by 10
0: wow
1: <laughs> and i'm still like was this on purpose like because I know it's a business show, fire. but is it a reality? Like we know it's oh, also a reality interesting. show. interesting! Like, is so, it kind of like to see like if you actually can do she it under pressure? Right, I you're have ready, no and clue. Then- and I have no like mm. too many speculations, but it's just like a thought that crossed my mind like, is this on purpose or mm-hmm. did someone just not show up and it, they were just trying to fill the spot? Yeah. I, like, yeah. you know, and that's just my imagination, like wanting the more glamorous <laughs> yeah, story. Yeah, of course. And
0: either way, you had to go in and do it.
1: Literally. So I literally like, got my hair and makeup done. And the whole part of my pitch is that I'm a makeup artist. You can't just show up with your hair in yeah. a bun from sleeping. So I was like, oh no. Like, <laughs> curling, trying to do everything. I like run to my brother. Mm-hmm. I was like, Pop this Adderall. I'll take my Concerta. We got to get this done. (laughs) Like double up on the dose. I don't care. It is time to shine. Whatever we have to do. Like whatever we're doing, we're doing. Like, oh he did amazing. <laughs> he packed everything. Actually, he just threw everything in the suitcase. Yeah. and was like, "Well, you'll we'll deal with it. it. You'll figure yeah, it out." Yeah. He's out like, "Here's some there. boxes. Here's some glasses." Oh my God. We'll deal <laughs> with. And like, I was like, "Okay, I don't even know what I'm wearing. I don't know what I'm doing." So I just threw it all in the like my set because I was like, "Listen, I know the film and TV world. I'm gonna get there and sit around for six hours and yeah, just gonna talk yeah. to me."
2: Well, that's the nice thing is that because you've worked in that world, at least you like, yeah. It's not like you knew you'd be like 10 a.m. and then you'd be pitching half an hour later. Like you'd yeah. be sitting around for. Except
1: I pitched 10 minutes before when I walked
2: in the door wait act I-
0: <laughs> Zero time no, waiting I'm around. Just
2: I was like, everything you know about film
1: and TV out the window. You Absolutely. know what? I'd
0: almost shout out Dragon's Den then because, like, that's a production that's on time.
1: <laughs> Truly wild. I was in the door. I was, like, setting up my stuff. The props department came. They just took my stuff. So I didn't even see, like, what the table looked like, what anything looked like. Wow. And oh, then I didn't even change you. because, again, I had my stuff with me. All I did was curl my hair, put my eyelashes on in the car, and was like, I'm just going to get there and we'll deal with it when we deal with it. And then one of the producers come in and she's like, Is she not ready yet? And I'm like, And again, I'm a caller. Up. I'm not gonna take any extra time from someone. So I was like, I don't For need sure. to change. It's fine. Just let me do my lip gloss. I just yeah. wanna do my lip gloss yeah. and we're good to go. And like, they literally just like mic me and I'm like looking at my phone and I'm like, hi, dragons. My name is <laughs> oh And you have God. one chance to your pitch. Wow. You only get one chance. Oh, they don't. So
2: I was gonna give you one of my follow up questions like, yeah. do they let you like re ask anything or no. anything? No. So you. How long was the whole pitch yeah. in total? Like, I About mean, because I. Oh, it's that long. It's so long. You
1: see, is it a seven long to eight minutes. Like, is it? Yes. Yeah. It's a lot. So like, I was shocked when I saw my edit. Like, bless my editor. Yeah. I was like, great edit. You I got was an like, unreal edit. Unreal edit. I thought the
2: exact same thing. I was like, this is a, re- like, like, there's a lot of bad edits. Like, no, like, <laughs> oh, that, you got a really good I edit. I was like,
1: they like me good. Because, and they give you like a media, like, bit of stuff to share prior and even when i opened the one i was like all the dragons are smiling okay i'm getting a good edit and then the other one i was like there's sentimental happy music okay i'm getting a good edit yeah. like like yeah, you get those true. things i was like okay i can breathe a little bit and then when i saw it i was like i need to and text one of my producers and <laughs> just be like use it one the of the best those
2: things that like makes it because it isn't because like if you did go in and you actually only had seven minutes to pitch, that would be like another anxiety-inducing thing. But does it do you calm like and fall into it at all in the hour, or is it just like pure anxiety and stress for the entire hour you're in the room?
1: So I absolutely say like I blacked out because I yeah, was in course. so like intensity. <clears throat> but I will say like I did my pitch. Basically, you walk in, you hit your mark, and you're like, okay, cool. Then they go, okay, now you're gonna walk in, and then it's gonna go. You don't see any of the cameras, and like again, as a film person, I was like totally like peering around the room. Yeah, where are they? Where are they? I didn't see any. The only ones <gasps> I where like people just like in the very background would like i would see them pop through the pillars but they're far so i'm like why are your close-ups so extreme like what lenses are these and this is very unnecessary (laughs) like some of the extreme close-ups yeah where they're like right in your face (laughs) right in your face but you don't see it at all so it is kind of nice because you don't see the cameras you don't see any of the crew mm-hmm. um so you very much feel like you're just with the dragons however oh, cool. they're like in a row in their like thrones with like a spotlight on and
2: them. that's and set, also a little dark. intimidating like, that set is insane the new dragons they really really changed cool. it like a couple years ago like yeah. i've only snuck up there once to see it and i literally walked out and go what like it's insane it's, really, it's a stunning set it's gorgeous I think it's the nicest set out of any of the, like, like, Shark Tank whatever equivalents.
1: No, like, it is. It's, it's, it's really, it's like, beautiful. aesthetically well done. And, like, it looks so good on TV. And to think, like, it's so huge in real life. Yeah. It's huge. Like, I was it's trying massive. to explain this to people. And I'm like, I no, know. it's huge. It's not a room. It's, like, it's huge. a stadium. Like The way I always explain it to people is that that
2: studio used to be used where they would, like, bring in, like, live yeah, elephants <laughs> and stuff. So, like, oh, really? at the, first, at the first thing I say is, like, yeah, there's, there's an elevator behind 42 that has, yeah. like, it's able to hold two elephants like that's how wow. large it is so then that gives you the context of like how large the studio had to be at the time and it's also on the 10th floor it's on the top floor of the CBC which is a really interesting part because it's like you wouldn't think of a room that big would be out there anyways that's just me getting insider information so after you've pitched like what's like the first thing you do
1: You just stand there and you go, well, first you go, dragons, look at the things that we brought you. And then they look and then they like make little comments and the camera does little close-ups on them. And that's when Vince like blew a kiss to the camera, which I laughed so hard at. (laughs) Um, And then they just go into it. And when I tell you, they talk over each other and they just go for it. And you're like, at one point I was like, okay, you stop. What did you say? (laughs) Because you kind of have to direct it because it's like so overwhelming. That's crazy yeah
2: an hour I, I just am shocked that it's an hour long i just in my brain assumed it'd be like 10 minutes in an hour. and,
0: and then, so going into the pitch i know like it was it sounds like a kind of a crazy experience to even get there and be able to give your pitch mm-hmm. uh and i know that it also kind of sounded like a bit of a whirlwind of why you even applied in the first place but in terms of <laughs> what you were looking for from being on the show uh so how was the whole experience being on the show do you think that you got what you wanted from mm-hmm. it
1: mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I absolutely loved like the whole experience from the start to the end. I will say I exploited it in every chance I got, as you should, as you should, a hundred percent. And what I will tell you, especially if you're a woman in business who can't answer all the questions sometimes people ask you, when the whiskey bros are talking to you and you say Dragon's Den, they just give you respect, and it's yeah. so nice to be like, all right, good, we're on the same level. You're mm-hmm. not an- like annoying, yeah. as the um
2: like. Does the PR from Dragon's Den, like, live up to, like, the hype of it, too? Like, the, like, amount of, like, eyeballs that you get, like, the bump that you get. You were only in your first... You're coming off your first weekend post the show airing, but is there like noticeably more people in your emails, more people like yeah. signing up for
1: like your newsletter or like any of that stuff? Like, is it noticeable? Definitely. I would say like for sure there's a sales bump, which is like awesome. Oh, amazing. Um, Yeah, definitely. But I would say you get a lot of people. Like I was really surprised at how many like really thorough, long winded emails we get. And it kind of goes back to like when I started the brand and people were like, oh my gosh, like I haven't been thought of and now I'm being thought of by you. This makes me feel beautiful and amazing. Mm-hmm. And it's like the same people. Whereas like I had someone who's like, I'm like 70 and I've never had glasses that I love. And like, they've always hurt me because we always say it's not just about fashion it's also about function yeah. if your glasses are too small you get tension headaches yeah and it's not nice yeah so it goes way past just fashion but it's the inclusivity and the accessibility piece as well so when people reach out like that's incredible definitely our socials have done really well my reels like i'm like oh okay instagram algorithm comes yeah they like they love Dragon stuff. i'm like yes <laughs> i was like we're gonna make more content like exactly but yeah it's- we've
0: we've talked about this on the podcast previously and i forget exactly which episode but we're talking about brandy melville and like the basically one size fits all in fashion and other industries is something that like Is so wild to be an old school, yeah. Mm. So maybe can you talk a little bit about like the beat, the the backstory of why you wanted to create the brand in the first place, and how important, I guess, inclusivity of size is important.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, first I'll add that like we started with wide faces, and now we're bringing in every skew into three sizes. Oh wow! So yeah, I know it's a big jump. Oh, that's so exciting! It's really, really exciting. So So I keep saying I'm the Goldilocks of the eyewear industry. (laughs) Um, It really works. Um, we, I was going to be Goldilocks for Halloween and do like a whole photo shoot, uh, but you know. I'm going to do it next year. Don't I know. I was like, it. also like we have the yellow corset. Why not just do it now? <laughs> uh, it's a really cute costume. <laughs> but yeah, no, I think the size inclusivity part is not even like an, like a feature of a brand anymore. Like it's just necessary. Sure. Like it's just, our world is so all about size inclusivity and we're moving, like we're moving, hmm, forward in it. I wouldn't say like we're absolutely killing it by any means, but we're moving in like steps and it's Mm -hmm. become definitely like the standard across the board. But what I find so interesting and again, pitching to so many investors in the last little while as I have, I've had so many people go, wait, but, like, faces aren't really that different. I'm like, look around you. What do you yeah. mean? Yeah. Like, and I was a makeup bars for 10 years. I've had thousands of women in my chair. Yeah. Like, the difference in a lot of um, brands out there who do, like, size-inclusive sizing is two millimeters. And I'm like, mm-hmm. two millimeters. Ours, like, now is going to be 26 millimeters difference between mm-hmm. the sizes. So a good, like, almost three. Yeah. <laughs> That's a big difference. But like, No, it is, but it totally matters. And it's, yeah. like, our faces i don't know it seems so crazy to me because it's like you think of, you close your eyes and think of all the people you know they all look wildly different yeah. Yeah. well
2: i even like think so the way that like i came onto to soul kiss was because i'd like had this like one pair of sunglasses i love they were from nordstrom and they can put them on gloss because they were like they don't exist anymore in canada Anyways, they're <laughs> from nordstrom they're like these like little like cat eye ones and megan comes up to me at an event and goes i see the sunglasses you wear she goes trust me she goes i own an eyewear oh, brand I please yeah that. you did uh-huh. and you could you, you were like you were like Look, I'm ex- also a fellow round face girl. Like, you have a round face, like trust me. I, I just trust me. I'm gonna send you a, like some of my sunglasses, and it will it'll work. Like and you d- basically, it was like a dragon's den pitch. <laughs> I'm kidding, but it was like a full. it was like you just came up to me. I was like, okay, great. If she's this bar. bar- but no, but literally, but, <laughs> no, 100. But it was like yeah. whatever. If you're, I'm like if this, she's this confident in her business. Like sure, I'll try. I'll yeah, try yeah, anything. Yeah. Like whatever. And literally, like they are my favorite to the point where, like, drunk on a pedal pub in Nashville, I, I <laughs> dropped them off the pedal pub. I then run off the pedal pub which the guy yelled at me I, was like, I need my sunglasses and then I picked them up and the lens was popped out I sent Megan this photo of me drunk on the pedal being like I just dropped them she goes I'll have a new pair for you before you even came back and then I, like by the time I arrived they were back but it was the first time that I was like oh shit I actually like un- it was one of those things that I didn't even realize Yeah, I wasn't like buying sunglasses that fit me- I always naturally went for larger frames yeah but as you was talking about you talk about in your pitch it's different because you're a makeup artist you understand like the contours of a face and how to like lift the face and everything and just like the way it all lifted is it was just something I'd never experienced before and so it was the first time I ever had them and then now I only wear soul kiss sunglasses and this is not mad it's just straight up the Ayy. truth <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and even like those ones that are like those trendy like the ones the that
0: like you- skinny like yeah. Cat. yeah
2: like like yeah, they're yeah. actually style. my
1: favorite style so which I, I, thought
2: I would never, never. Wear. so same because they were all so tiny and made mm-hmm. like i don't know made everyone look like mousy almost like yeah, they're just yeah. like or like people like that have like brown faces or whatever wider faces and i never was confident in them and i wore them first first time in new york and my friends kept going like you need to wear these all the time like these are your sunglasses and i'm like great they don't hit my hat when i put them on my head this is amazing yeah sure, <laughs> that's also a time. thing
1: you learn a lot about like what people look for yeah in <laughs> certain things and that is it's a thing it's a real it's thing, a thing
2: not wanting like the, the brim of it but it's so back to your point of talking about like how people if you don't know you don't know right so it's like Totally it's it has agree. never been made accessible to you before, then, like, how are you even supposed to know? Like, I had no idea that there was a world where I wasn't wearing, like, sunglasses that necessarily were flattering for me. Um, What is, like, the next step that you want to do after this, though? Like, what's, like... So you've done Dragon's Den. You're doing now three sizes that are going to come out, which is a crazy jump for each of your it's styles. crazy jump. That's a crazy jump. So when's that coming? Is that, like
1: so i actually have quite a few coming in like next week they were supposed to be here for black friday but you know life is life 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 so um we are going to be doing a pop-up for like we had way more toronto people come out that i in like the fan base, which yeah. was awesome. So I was like, everyone's like, when can I try them on? How can I do this? No, no, no. So we are organizing a pop-up for mid-December. Oh, exciting. So that'll be like really nice to actually introduce the three sizes because it always blows my mind. Like we've been, you know, relatively successful, but it's an online brand. And for me, like I would never buy glasses online. Like no, like, there's trying. something you have to like there's put such on th- in person. Yeah. And they like, even when I see people, um, so we did the women's show a few weeks ago and it was the first trade show. So I saw a lot of people try products on for the first time and it was so cool i was taking so many like mental notes um but the way things fit people versus like even what they liked was also different like i was like oh these fit right. you so well but it wasn't their essence or it wasn't their vibe and like mm. my friend actually maria she was like yeah sunglasses are kind of like a perfume like you have to try them they could work for someone may not work for you and i was like okay you yes. like like it's a good scent, you. but like it yeah. made sense so it's that. true. Well, that's so those are like, really personal. Yeah, underwear. and that's
0: important for size inclusivity as well. It's just like having options of how you want to express yourself as well.
1: A hundred percent.
2: So we've talked about how you are a makeup artist and that was like a big part of the reason why the brand was started. But kind of give us the origin story. Like how long has Sulk has been around and especially since like you've seen such massive growth in the last little period.
1: Yeah, for sure. So we're a little COVID baby, which is so many entrepreneurs, which is so cool to me Mm -hmm. because I think like you can take something not so great. And, you know, do something with it. It's lovely. But that's definitely how it started. So it was, um, I remember, like, I was at RBC. I was doing some exec headshot. And I just remember the people being like, okay, it, everyone has to go home. And I was like, what is going on? Also, their execs were home, like, three weeks prior to this. Um, this was just, like, the public shutdown of everything. Mm. So, like, uh, it's so interesting how, like, the people who need to know things, they know things. Yeah. So <laughs> side tangent. But it, I found it so interesting. They're like, yeah, no one's been in the office for, like, months. Like, none of the execs. Anyway so they the just come in for this headshot whatever um but basically yeah, i had gone home and i was like okay i've been a freelancer for 10 years mm. i have no ei i have no benefits i don't know what i'm gonna do um and What I like to say is when you have a million things, what do you do? You ignore all your prompts and you head to the beach. And so I was with my friend and we were sitting on the beach and I remember like having my cute little swimsuit, my little cover up and, you know, like feeling all cute except for the fact that I had these stupid glasses that made me look like John Lennon. (laughs) And I remember just thinking like, I'm with my friend. I'm supposed to listen to what she says. We're supposed to be connecting. We're supposed Mm -hmm. to have this. But I was having this stupid insecurity and it was bothering me because I couldn't even like focus on the conversation. Yeah, of course. And then you're just like, this is so shallow. This, I don't like this about myself. And you're like kind of like deep diving into just like a shame spiral and then I was like well listen if I was wearing shoes or pants that were a different size someone just say go get a different size like it's not complicated Mm -hmm. to do um, but you can't do that with glasses and so as I like to say the uh, magical uh, waters of Woodbine Beach just washed <laughs> up and touched my soul shout
2: out the East End
1: <laughs> right I was like okay um, and then I just had this at first it was like okay like I could just like make my own sunglasses and that would make me feel good and whatever but I also had like a YouTube community back then when I did like square face makeup wide face makeup and so I did know like people had been bullied for their face shapes and I hate this and I hate that they put this in Dragon's Den I hate the vulnerability side but like it happens and i'm like why are we being bullied for the bones in our face like that's something you so cannot control Mm -hmm. um i had one time this um korean plastic surgery place come into my dms and offer me a partnership to break the bones in my face and give me a v-chin it was oh it's like extremely like that's
2: a thing that
1: I know. Well, that too. Well, first too. of
2: all, that shouldn't be a thing. Second, that's so inappropriate like to reach out to somebody so to do that because, like, it's like I've that's had that's the honest- people say
1: Botox, and I'm like, listen, fair. But like, to say like I want to break your yeah. face, yeah, that's wild. It was just so intrusive, and it like really made me realize like, wow, there is such like a beauty standard that people are so about and mm. I think it's so ridiculous and again being a makeup artist you see all sorts of beauty in faces shapes mm-hmm. colors like I love it all it's like truly my favorite thing Um but like all of that happened so I knew I had a community who would like kind of stand by this yeah. and it's funny because I've never introduced it to YouTube um, no one really? kn- I just dipped off YouTube and no one knows why because <laughs> <laughs> like because you're too busy making like another business like I'll see ya I know people are like oh so there's a crossover like you just brought it to your uh, audience I was like no yeah. there's been zero crossover like i didn't even share my business page on my personal instagram till almost like two years in um and it was just all built in the back end but basically yeah like i went home i have adhd and i went just so ham and like how do i do this i want to like prototype start designing everything and then it was like fast forward almost a year later it was march i got my first prototype in and i just was like i'm gonna show tiktok i'm really excited i drew this like little thing i figured out how eyes work how glasses work i knew i didn't just want to make like a crappy pair of plastic glasses i wanted to know exactly what i was doing like learned so many different things and like it's covid you have time to. so like you know (laughs) it was good it worked well i swear covid went in a blink of an eye because i just was so in a like just in it um but i shared this prototype on tiktok and like you know definitely not viral in today's world but 120,000 views in the week and it was more so the comments of people going like i need this give me please like i because yeah, like, it doesn't I've matter this... like how many
2: views if like that community that you've been like looking to serve you just, like, finds it. exactly exactly
1: yeah. and like tiktok at that time like the algorithm oh so good it yeah. just like found you who you needed to find exactly and so it just took off and then i was like okay i don't have like even a landing page i need to like capture people's attention and <laughs> interest i just was excited to show a thing so i was like okay make a landing page so i did that by the end of the weekend, we had like 1,200 email signups. And I was like, oh my gosh, like it it just kept coming in. And I was like, this is crazy. And then like a few days later after I made like a Shopify pre-order and was like, okay, well, pre-order, a three month pre-order, like not one that feels comfortable, Mm -hmm. but we did over $10,000 in revenue in 24 hours. Wow! So like, you're just seeing like, wow, there's really a need for this. Like this is actually amazing. Like you saw the gap in the market, literally. I
0: I know you mentioned your brother earlier in terms of like these days, packaging and whatnot around the pitch, but like, were you doing everything yourself?
1: Everything up until end of March. So it was, you're learning it was right March of this year. Yeah, March of this every, year. Every
0: role that you find out oh, needs to I be filled. You're like I'm gonna learn a new of sunglasses. skill. <laughs> yeah. and like we
1: were writing the thank you cards. And at the beginning, I was also putting like you know little crystals and writing affirmation cards yeah. and being like yeah. you know I was having so much fun with it but it totally is unsustainable yeah. If yeah, you're really trying to like grow and scale a business and like I think it's incredible because we've been able to ship like globally and like build that community like we've shipped to now 40 plus countries which I still that's am amazing. like it's crazy um, I was like I don't even know if I can name 40 <laughs> I, was I was like can I name the 40 countries I I've not. learned a lot of countries I yeah, really exactly. didn't even know existed <laughs> but so there's crazy. a lot in Europe they're very tiny yeah, that's true, um, that's true. <laughs> my like... map is just like clear. (laughs)
2: all these little ones
1: but yeah now it's been like two and a half years and it's just like this little COVID art project that's just still happening that's now been on national television and is shifting to over
2: 40 countries and i think what the thing that's really cool for me to hear is like because obviously like i knew in person first like that's how i learned about the brand but then like most people hearing about it from social media but then now like I wouldn't even think about this because like, the, but this new audience from Dragon's Den isn't necessarily like, the people that are like our age that are right, but you're right. Like finding out that there's like this 75 year old woman probably in like Saskatoon who's like never had a pair of sunglasses and made her feel confident now she can buy them and uh, otherwise would not know if mm-hmm. you didn't have mm-hmm. that as like a platform, which is something that's really cool.
1: No, it's really interesting and it's really cool that different mediums can bring in different audiences. Of course, and then you realize we're just like all here, just for like self love and confidence. Like that's the root of it all, and I just think that's like awesome and making you feel like, as you said in Dragon's said a bad B. Yeah, bad. Because they won't let you
2: say bitch. I'm guessing. <laughs> yeah, no, I asked about
1: that one. I was swearing my absolute face off. Like so, I've seen this. Like the guy who does the mic. Yeah, I've seen the audio dude. Like five times in the last like a little while and he's always like hey and I'm like you've heard me say so many words <laughs> so many words, so many words. <laughs> in an
2: hour it'd be hard not to swear I don't think I ever well, I was to gonna the say I recording.
0: totally forgot but off the top that was one note I had that I was like you could swear on this podcast if you wanted to <laughs> yeah
1: true man I've been trying so good <laughs> oh no 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 we're an explicit podcast
2: you could have no, swear the whole time I, you can make up for it I'm kidding I know that was, that was the
1: hard thing when I like was at my PR so I had like a media event uh last week and in my speech I talked about like painting my nudes during um covid and my PR <laughs> team was like okay so mm. media training that would be good <laughs> no but i think there's something
2: like i was like it was my butt and put, like <laughs> glitter on the thong but it like, was so
1: cute i think there's
2: something so like like refreshing about like you even be like yeah i'm a business owner that might not be able to name like every single stat and number of my business like i think that just makes you so much more like authentic and approachable and then like someone to root for like people like yeah like i don't need another like corporate like tech bro who like thinks he's the smartest person in the room to like mm-hmm. tell me what i should be buying or not like i want people that like feel like my friend that i can just yeah, have a conversation and you're with
0: dedicated to solving a problem that you had an exactly. experience and wanted to share with other people
2: we gotta just, go to the beach we gotta go to woodbine and just like start thinking <laughs> the, of business ideas like
1: beautiful so if you want to become an, an entrepreneur <laughs> go to woodbine beach there's sponsored by woodbine beach, <laughs> literally not. go to woodbine beach oh, the magical waters will just
2: like gift you an idea <laughs> Uh, thank you so much for coming on Talking Fast. No, I really appreciate lovely. it. We're good, I'm so, good. so excited. Make sure, uh, so first, actually plug the business. Tell everyone where they can find you.
1: Okay, so you can find us on shop.soulkist on Instagram and TikTok. And that's S-O-L-K-Y-S-T. And soulkist.ca for our website.
2: And definitely, it'd be great Christmas presents, especially. Definitely. So-
1: and we'll have more information on the pop-up we're doing in Toronto if you're a local listener. <gasps>
2: which most of them are so they should Excellent. all go no be, like, definitely try them on because like i feel like a bad bitch in mind so yes that's the best. it's the best thank you so much <laughs> thank you guys thank you so much for listening to this episode of talking fast every single wednesday you can find us here like comment subscribe please give us five star reviews especially on apple and spotify thanks for listening we'll see you next wednesday bye